0: Welcome to the Dental Billing Academy podcast, powered by eassist Dental Solutions. Hey, dental billers everywhere. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Um, this podcast, as those of you who are regular listeners or uh, that you know, if you're a regular listener, if you are not, and this is your first Dental Billing Academy podcast episode, you are in for a treat because this whole podcast is a great resource for dental billers everywhere um, for all of the dental billing processes from start to finish best practices. Um, we've even dove into software specific best practices. We've um, done uh claim submission. We've done uh, specialty specific. I'm trying to think that we've covered so many things in this podcast. It is a fantastic resource And then it occurred to me, the best way for dental billers to learn about dental billing and working through these claims and getting a hundred percent of what's rightfully owed to the doctor for the doctor, but then also for the patient is to learn from those that have done it the hard way that have gotten deep down into the trenches and worked through some of the hardest claims, and won. Yes, you heard that right, they won. So I have with me four of the most uh, dynamic dental billers that I've had the pleasure of speaking with. That's another really great perk of this uh, podcast is that I am talking to some of the industry's top dental billers. So we have four of them on the podcast today talking about their worst claim story. Uh, The biggest takeaway from all four of these is staying consistent, not giving up. So um, that is really where you absolutely end up leaving money on the table um, on a claim is when you throw your hands up and you don't follow up and you don't or you don't know what to do and that's happened to everybody that's happened all dental billers everywhere you hit a roadblock and you're not sure of the next steps or you just don't have the energy to send another appeal so hopefully these stories really give you the inspiration to continue on and Dive in, elbow deep into these claims, being persistent and getting them paid. So I'm really excited about this episode because um, it it really has a a lot of great um, different stories from these dental billers. Um, So uh, surely one or more will uh, resonate with you in, in the practice that you work in and the specialty that you work in. So we'll start it off with my friend, Michelle Tantlinger, who is a fantastic dental biller. And her worst claim is a medical underwriter claim. So I know a lot of practices everywhere have encountered this. Policies that have medical underwriters. So the claim, even though it's a dental claim, has to go to the medical insurance before it can be processed by the dental insurance. So raise your hand if you have ever sent one of these claims to the medical insurance and then been ghosted. You just never hear anything. It's weeks or months before you get a response. And 99.9% of the time, it's a denial, which You know, it's going to be a denial if it's not a medically necessary procedure and it's just needing to be processed by underwriting, but that's not what I mean. That's, I I don't mean just a, uh, oh yeah, we're not going to pay anything here. Go ahead and send it to the dental. I'm talking about a flat out, nope, something's wrong with the claim and we can't process it. And that is so frustrating I've, I've had that happen to me. I know a lot of you all out there have had that happen to you. Michelle has a fantastic story and I'll let her tell it here in just a second, but she has a fantastic story about how she expedited that process by really staying persistent. And and she actually has figured out, um, why these dental claims get denied Um, and kicked back by the medical underwriter a lot of times. So you do really have to stay on top of these claims. Um, And how she worked through the process, even though as a lot of us, and this goes along with my story as well, as a lot of us have probably experienced, the medical underwriter takes such a long time that you get very close to the timely filing limit with the dental uh, policy. And Michelle has that in, in her story as well, how she worked through that. So I will let Michelle tell her story. I don't want to, I don't want to give everything away. Um, I'm starting to probably say too much. So Michelle, you go ahead and tell everybody about your worst claim story.
1: It is a extraction claim that had to be sent to the medical insurance first. And it was sent by the office before eAssist came on to the dental and it was of course denied needing to be sent to the medical. So I sent it to the medical with all the needed information and never got anything back, called them, following up, called them. Spoke with a representative and she said, well, we don't have the doctor's MPI the TIN or the license number? And I said, I'm sure you do. Are you looking at the claim form right now? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, it's on there. And she goes, I don't see it. I said, look at box number 49, 50 and 51. They're right there. She said, oh, we're not used to dental claims uh, format. So I didn't know where to look. I'm like, are you serious? So just an FYI for everyone, a lot of times the medical um, insurance representatives or the people handling the claims, they don't know how to read a dental claim, obviously. So they ended up reading the claim. Finally, we knew they were gonna deny it. It, was, it. All I needed was a denial so I could send it to the, medical ins- or the dental insurance. And so we of course got the denial and then when we sent it to the dental insurance, it was denied for timely filing. So a narrative was sent, and um, long story short, that claim was finally taken care of, but my um, information for everyone out there is sometimes the representatives from medical, they don't know how to read a dental claim.
0: Thank you, Michelle. That is a very insightful story to hear for myself. I'm sure for lots of you out there that have patients with these plans of um, how to work through those, and I'm sorry that it was your worst claim story, but your worst claim story is going to make a lot of dental billers' uh, lives out there a lot easier when dealing with these medical underwriters. So let's transition to um, my next really good friend. Jane Weiss, who is another f- fantastic dental biller with eassist dental solutions. And uh Jane just, I mean, she's a rock star. She can do so many things and does them so well. I am in awe of her, and she has a wonderful personality. So We have to call and bug insurance companies all the time. They probably love talking to Jane, but she has a great story about um, some SRP, some quads of SRP. So all of you general practice, um, dental billers, uh, periodontists, listen up. You're going to want to hear this story. So I will just go ahead and kick it off to you, Jane. Tell us your worst claim story.
2: My very first office with e-assist, um, so I was doing everything to get everything paid because I wanted to be superstar rock star. So a patient came in for a problem-focused exam, first time in the office, first time being seen by the doctor, and uh, the doctor diagnosed that the patient needed a crown buildup. So we did, they did a crown buildup. I sent that in good narrative, good x-ray, pre-op, post-op. And they denied it because they noticed that the patient had rampant perio everywhere. So their denial wasn't based off of normal crown criteria of being decayed or fractured because it was definitely decayed. They denied it based on periodontal prognosis. So um, poster on the account wanted me to just write it off. And I was like, no, they're going to pay for this. So patient was advised that he needed to come back in to have the scaling and root planing completed in order for them to pay the crown on the buildup. And that got postponed for like six months. Finally got the patient to come in for one side of it, right side, upper right, lower right. And then took another month for them to get it back, get the patient back for the left side because it kept canceling and stuff all through the six months, seven months period. And so finally finished the upper left upper uh, upper left, lower right. I'm sorry, upper left, lower left, and then got that paid and then sent the whole claim back in for the buildup in the crown, and it was paid because Perio was completed. So that's my worst claim story ever that I remember for life.
0: Thank you for sharing that, Jane. That is really going to help a lot of dental billers out there with that have encountered the same situation or will in the future. So, I'm sorry that that's your worst claim story. Um, like I told Michelle, but your um, struggles are every other dental billers game. So thank you for being um, that, that the resource that everybody needs. Um, so let's move on to Beth Picorni, who is just a dynamic dental biller. She does a lot of uh oral and maxillofacial surgery billing, Um, and she is a no-nonsense dental biller, and I love it. She has a really great story about a previously paid um, claim that we've all been there. We've all done that, where the insurance, uh, we call the insurance, and they say it was previously paid, and we haven't received the check. We don't know where it is. You're at the mercy of the United States Postal Service at that point, and um, the insurance maybe gives you a runaround. I've I've had times where I've had a check reissued three different times and still never received it. Um, so these are definite scenarios that every dental biller comes across. Um, and so this one is I love Beth's story because this is a really great, straightforward, no-nonsense approach to, take, to dealing with this claim and taking it um, all the way to the finish line. So I will let you tell it, Beth, because you do a great job.
3: When I followed up on the claim as to why we hadn't received the payment, <clears throat> it became apparent that the check was lost in the mail, which unfortunately does happen. So, unfortunately, this particular insurance company didn't reissue checks until the claim was 60, until the check was 60 days old. So I marked it on my calendar It's 60 days, called again at 60 days. They hadn't, re, they hadn't reissued the check. And I, so I said, well, can you please get it reissued? Yes. So called back, gave it about 10 days because it was an insurance company that it shouldn't have taken that long to get the check. I said, I still haven't gotten the check. Oh, we see it didn't get issued. So that at that point, I asked to speak to a supervisor. The supervisor said, "Oh, yep, we're gonna get it reissued." Marked my calendar. Ten days later, we still hadn't gotten the check. Called back again. Oh, it hasn't been reissued. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll we'll get it reissued. And I'm like, no, I need to talk to the next person above you. I'm like, I don't care if I have to talk to to your director of finance. So they finally got me to a supervisor, and she said, "Okay, we'll put it in the mail." And I said, "You know what?" This doesn't seem to be quite working. I said, So, really, what I want is I want it FedExed and I want it on my desk tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And she's like, Excuse me? And I said, You heard me. I want it on my desk tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And I want somebody to call me back with the FedEx tracking number so I can track it. So, it happened. And the next day, the doctor called me and she said, I don't ever want to meet you in a dark alley because I, I don't know what you did, but we have never had a check delivered FedEx. <laughs> so
0: that is amazing. I'm sure a lot of offices have never had a check delivered FedEx. So um, you you really um, resonated with that insurance rep. Um, they were terrified that that check was not going to show up. So great job, Beth. That, that's fantastic. All right, so let's get to our last worst claim story um, from Shay Daniel, who is a wonderful dental biller, also with eAssist. All of, all of these stories, if you have noticed, have been from dental billers that work for eAssist Dental Solutions because they are the experts in dental billing. Every single e sister that I have spoken to um, has incredible knowledge um, and has encountered so many claims and as you can tell by these stories, really works to get every single claim paid for their offices um, the, This is the type of thing that dental billers, if you're in an office, you may not have time to do. Um, if you're a dedicated insurance coordinator and, and that's what you do um, throughout most of the week is follow up on insurance claims. Maybe you do. And that's great. I would love to talk to you as well. Um, there are probably a lot of dental billers out there that you have the phone ringing and you have patients coming in and you have patients checking out and you have uh, team members coming up and needing your help with things. And you just don't have time to sit on the phone with an insurance company and fight these claims like. Michelle and Beth and Jane and Shay, you know, you just, you're thinking, who's got time for that? Well, ESS has time for that. Um, And they are the ones that take that, um, those tedious insurance calls and follow-ups off of your plate so that you can do more um, of the treatment planning and more of the um, patient care and giving the patient the best experience. And so you don't have to let 20% of your day on the phone with insurance ruin the rest of the 80% of your day. So let's get to Shay's story. Um, which is about an implant crown and abutment. So um, those of you that are in practices where the doctor is placing implants or um, those of you in oral and maxillofacial surgery offices, um, periodontal offices, listen up. You'll want to hear this story. Um, And so I will kick
4: it over to you, Shay, and let you tell it. I was doing aging, and we had a claim for an abutment and an implant crown that had been pre-authorized by the insurance company, and we kept getting a denial when we were added onto the office. This claim was sent prior to us being on the office. Um, We kept getting a denial, so I appealed it, sent everything. They were still denying. I spent countless hours on the phone went through all the appeals process with them, sent them everything. Doctor even wrote um, a letter to the insurance company to even to add on top of our narratives. And we had intraoral photos, we had x-rays, we obviously had um, the predetermination prior to even doing the treatment. Um, everything was done within the, the date frame. And so I was just like, I have no idea what else to do. And this is actually where I learned about my peer-to-peer reviews. And so the lead on this office was like, have you tried peer-to-peer review? So I called them, I got it all set up and they paid this claim without even doing the peer-to-peer review. All of a sudden, all the documentation was great and they approved it. This claim when we got it was over 10 months old. And so we were really reaching that timely filing And so we went through a lot of process and a lot of phone calls and a lot of hold times, but the end result was we got it paid and patient was happy. Doctor was happy. And so we were happy. Absolutely. When the doctor's happy, everybody's happy, right?
0: Um, But I am blown away by these worst claim stories. Obviously, I've heard them all before um because of conversations that I've had with these amazing dental billers but I wanted to um have them to tell them again and and gift them to you all in the dental billing world so that you could learn from them just like I did there are uh key tips and um practices that these dental billers used in getting these claims paid that you all can use as well Moving forward, and again, if you are new to this podcast, go back through and listen to uh, the other episodes because this is what we do, this is what we talk about. We talk about best practices for dental billing and how to get these claims paid, how to make your life easier, um, how to be more efficient with your time. Because let's be honest, you have eight hours out of the day and only two arms when really you need about 20 hours in the day and 16 arms. So we're here, I'm here to interview the industry's best and most efficient, um, most innovative, most proactive people to help you to be the best you can be in your office. So thank you so much for listening um, to all of these worst claim stories. If you like this, um, email me at Podcast at eassist.me and let me know if you have a worst claim story that you would like to share, or you would like to be a guest on the podcast and talk about it. Um, it's podcast at eassist.me. I would love to have you. I love talking to amazing dental billers. There may be a lot that you're learning from this podcast, but there may be something that you are just extremely knowledgeable in, and your knowledge could be shared. With all dental billers everywhere, um, this this podcast is actually listed on Feedspot's top dental podcast in 2021 to listen to. So this is getting a lot of traction. There are so many dental billers in dental offices everywhere, and we want to give all the knowledge that we can to make everyone the best that they can be. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time subscribe now to never miss an episode and find us on Facebook to expand your network.